Welcome back to the Godcast with Benjamin Shelby, where broken people are made whole. I am your host, Mr. Benjamin Shelby, and boy, is it a good day to be back. And I know that it probably seems like I've been gone for a while. I It's because I have been. So you, my friend, are very observant. Good job. You get a sticker. Um, anyway, so I am back, though. The, a little bit of a backstory on why I have been gone for the past month. I took a month break after... I graduated. I'm graduated now, everybody, so I'm going to do my little adulting life now. So I've been transitioning between, you know, being in school and working to being full-time work, you know, getting more responsibilities at work, just transitioning into adulthood, which obviously I'm not fully there yet, but I've gotten myself into a nice rhythm, you know, going to the gym in the morning, doing Bible study in the morning, going to work, you know, everything in its specific time. So uh, now that I have actually gotten my life a little bit under control, I am back and I'm going to do, be, 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 I'm going to be trying to speak better. No, I'm going to do bi-weekly episodes again as that continues. We'll see how that changes, but bi-weekly is the most I can do right now with uh, timing and everything. But today, I actually do not even have anything I want to present besides my graduation speech. A lot of you that are listening, the majority of you that are listening, did not go to my graduation and did not hear my speech. But here you are. I have it recorded and I put it in here. And this is my creed. This is what I want the rest of my life to be defined by. So this is where I'm going to put it. And it's going to be reserved here forever for me to remember my promises that I have made. Uh, Brother Walter Stevens, one of my dearest friends and one of the most wise men I've ever met, he was preaching at my graduation and he said this, he said, it's great to start off good. And he said that I should be thankful that I started off good. But he said, nobody cares how you start the race. They only care how you finish it. And I wanted to bring that up because that impacted me so much and it impacted And I hope that it impacts you so much that you realize that no matter what your past failures or successes have been, no matter what, you need to finish strong. Nobody cares how a race is started. Everybody cares how you finish it. How are people going to remember how you finished your race? That is a key point to my life now that I'm always going to remember, mostly because I just recorded it and put it on my podcast. (laughs) So I'll remember it forever. But I want you to think about that as you go into listening to this. And this is just a little fun thing just to say, hey, I'm back and here is my graduation. This is what I said. This is why I've been gone. And I'm ready to get back into spreading the word of God in this area in my life. So Without further ado, here is my graduation speech. Well, thank you. I, people keep filtering in and just so many familiar faces that I love to see. So I just want to thank each and every one of you for coming today. Um, it's, a, it's a big time. So let me get my uh, notes out of my pocket. <laughs> Pardon me. All right. So um, first, I just have a couple of thanks that I want to give, and then I'll get, get into my speech. First off, to my parents, my dad, for showing me how to be such a great man and provide for my family. Uh, as I move forward to my own family, that's a big thing. My mom, for I owe everything to my mom. Like, 
everything I am, everything, the result you see today is because somebody put that much time into me. So I want to thank her for that. She's crying. This is her fault, guys. I would be fine up here. No, I'm joking. All right. That, those are just a couple of things. I want to thank my church family, the family friends that I, I grew up with. Like, all of you have been on this journey with me. And it's just, it's a new era. And I'm excited to get into it. So that's my thanks. So school is to prepare you for your future, right? So now if I ever need to learn how to read, it's too bad because mom didn't teach me that. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, yes, that's not very good, but no, you know, school is, this, this entire first part of your life is to prepare you for the next, um, you know, coming years. So I, I learned a lot, and obviously um, it was amazing to have somebody walk alongside me, like my mother, to teach me and to get me ready for these things. And uh, there's also, you know, I love talking about ap- academic stuff, but that's not what I live my life for. So for those of you that know my testimony, I'll keep it short and sweet. So um, I got saved at the age of 11. So when I first started coming here, um, I was sitting in that seat. This is a funny story, so I'll give you a little side note. Uh, I was sitting in that seat right over there, and Pastor Mike Gross at the time was preaching. And at the end of every service, you know, everybody's supposed to have their eyes closed, right? And they're supposed to be like, okay, and if, if you do not know that you're saved, you know, raise your hand so we can have somebody come and help you. Well, I started raising my hand, and I look over pardon me, girls, they were looking at me, my sisters. So I like, put my hand up halfway and then just got really mad all of a sudden because they weren't supposed to be looking, proper etiquette. <laughs> but um, So I get home and I'm not happy because I'm like that sometimes. <laughs> and uh, Mom was like, why do you care so much? And I was like, Mom, because I don't know that I'm saved. And I, I, I thought I was saved before and I told Mom I was. So like the fa- my face just dropped because I've always, you know, had... <laughs> I never really had been a problematic kid, you know what I mean? So I thought that maybe um, I was good enough, and then that day I just realized all of the faults that I had, all of the shortcomings. So mom was like, would you like, me to, would you like to talk about it? And I was prideful, so I said no. So I, uh, this is a true story, so I don't mean to be like funny, like this is true. So I go into my room and I start bawling, and I realize how much I need God. Well, upstairs there's people that can hear me crying, so slyly, this was like um, what, incognito mode, I put a towel over my head thinking that maybe nobody would notice a towel over my head, and I go downstairs and I accept Jesus as my Savior. So that's, that's where I was at when I was 11 years old. So when I was 15, I think, uh, yeah, 2020, when I was 15, we went up to Camp Kobiak, and you know, everybody that was up there with me can vouch for this. Uh, that was the most important year of my life so far. That was the year that what I believed became real to me. Like, I can say that I believe what I believe, and I, I really, truly did, but that was the time where I realized that I was done playing games, and I, I, was, I gave my life to the Lord. And something that Brother Jim Shetler said, because we all know the feeding of the 5,000, he said that in order for Jesus to be able to use the bread, he had to break it. And man, was I broken that day. I realized how much I needed him. And so, I mean, just one of the most emptying and yet most filling feelings you'll ever feel that I realized that I no matter how much of a good kid I was I wasn't I wasn't I could put on a face I can make it seem like I was good but I wasn't so I realized that at the age of 15 I needed to give my life to the Lord so that's been three years now so 
three years, I've seen God do so many things. I worked at Ace for, you know, about a year, maybe a year and a half. I got to see many a people come to know the Lord, not because I'm anything great, but because I'm a tool that God uses. I'm a, I'm a tool in the hands of a great craftsman, amen? So I, um, I've got to see just many things fold out in my life. So now, here we are, um, 2023, I'm graduating. I've been at my job, uh, I work at Wallsey Boat Company, I've been there for about a, a year and a half to two years, somewhere in there. And it's a great job, it's great Christian people, so that's where I'm working right now. That's where, um, I've, I've, it's amazing when you can go to work and then come home and be spiritually grown because the management is so nice and they just treat you like actual, uh, like you're valuable. So that's an amazing place that I'm working. So my plan is, if there's one word I can use to describe my life right now is steady. I have a steady job. Um, I can see the way that my future is going. So that's all given to God, only not because, again, I'm anything great, but because God is great. So the next, I like looking at my life five-year increments. I think it's too much to look into the next 10. But in, in the next five years, I can see, hopefully, and this is all, you know, Lord willing, um, I'm going to stay at my job for a little bit longer. Um, and Pastor, he's talked to me about uh, me shadowing him, because obviously when I, whenever the Lord allows me to, I'd l- love to be a preacher. So Pastor said that he'll let me shadow him and uh, learn some different things. So I'll, I'll be learning at that point. Obviously, I'm graduating from Faith Bible Institute. So that's kind of where my life is going. I'd like to get married in the next few years. Um, I have a lot of plans, and Lord willing, that is what's going to happen. But, you know, that's the next five years of my life. Um, This is my statement. I wrote this down. And I want each and every one of you to keep me accountable for this. Everybody. I'm saying it openly. It's, It's being recorded. People are recording it right now. This is the way I'm going to live my life. Through flood or fire, through life or death, through my heart breaking and it mending, I, Benjamin Shelby, vow to live my life for the one who gave his so that I might live. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, no matter who follows me or who leaves me behind, no matter if I'm nationally known or known in a small church, I will follow my God. And, sorry, <laughs> my mind went, I'm going to follow my God. And I want everybody here, if you will, to keep me accountable for that. Am I going to fail? Yes. In my weakness, though, he's strong. That's what I want to live my life. So I want to thank each and every one of you for getting me to this place, but I, my life isn't over. It's just beginning. And I have visions. I have plans. And I want God to use me in the best way he can. So thank you, each and every one of you, for coming today. Um, yeah, just keep me accountable for that. Thank you. And before I let you go today, I just really want to thank each and every one of you for listening. I want to thank you for being here through this, you know, two years of my life that I've been doing this. And, you know, some of you have been around my whole life. A lot of you had just started listening. And I just want to thank you that you took a chance on a kid like me just trying to spread the word of God. And I hope that you've been blessed by it. But as I said at the beginning of this, 
I'm not going to be known how I, by how I start this race. I'm going to be known how I finish it. So as I start this new era in my life, as I go into adulthood, as I go into marriage, as I go into starting to raise a family, I need your help to check in on me, to help me out. Now, I know that a lot of you do check in on me, and I thank you, specifically my good friend Charlie Banks. He is amazing at that. And although I might not respond immediately, it's because I'm really bad at responding, and I really do apologize for that. But just keep me accountable for what I just said. Keep me accountable for what you just heard for the rest of my life, and I will do the same for you. Let's work together. Let's change the world for God. Let's do it. Let it be according to your faith. According to your faith. If we want the world to change, we need to have faith that the world's going to change, and we need to have faith that God can use me and God can use you to change this world for him. So let's get after it. Let's change this country and let's see God do something miraculous. And as we end off yet another episode, I want to remind you of John 3:16, for God so loved the world. That's you, that's me. You can put your name in there that he gave his only begotten son. Don't forget that you are loved by God. Don't let anybody tell you that you are not worth it because you were worth enough that Jesus Christ bled and died on the cross for you. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram and DM me with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have on this episode. And I will gladly get back to you as soon as possible. So until next time, God bless. Thank you.